0: Buddy. welcome back to Wrong and Wronger, and there ain't nothing wrong about tonight, James Breakwell, because you're sitting next to me, and I don't—I can't think of five things in life that would be better than that.
1: I—I uh, I am amazed that you have yet to exhaust your stockpile of stupid hats. You exhaust my patience every night, but that stockpile will never run out.
0: <laughs> oh no! Oh. Uh, this isn't—that's this isn't a hat. That's oops. <laughs> I just sent it all askew. I have a hat akimbo on my head. This is a bicycle helmet. And my wife said, are you going to close the chin strap? And I said, if I, this is a kid's bike helmet. It would look ridiculous if I closed the chin strap. Of course right. not. So that's here the, we are. We got this.
1: That's the line. Clearly, strapping, it would be all the difference. But with unstrapped, you, you are the height of coolness. So congrats on that.
0: I don't know. She walked away. She does in a lot of the conversations that we have. <laughs> Well, you have unwittingly stumbled upon the podcast that is going to probably take the throne of greatest of all time podcasts, at least the greatest podcast nobody has ever heard of, Wrong and Wronger, where James and I argue about topics that have a right answer, everyone knows the right answer, but still, these lead to sort of spin cycle debates, and James... We have a listener-guided topic tonight. What are we going to debate this evening? Yes, we
1: do. One of our eight listeners suggested that we debate which came first, the chicken or the egg. So that is exactly what we're going to do.
0: Yes, we are. And it's amazing, like apples and oranges a couple Mm -hmm. of weeks ago, that we hadn't stumbled upon this one sooner. But we're going to go at it.
1: Yeah, when we we start scraping the bottom of the barrel, we'll take about anything. Shout those questions out.
0: Oh, bottom of the barrel is our bread and butter, my friend. Uh, well, how are you doing tonight, James? I really want to know that you're spry and you're going to be a worthy ad- 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 adversary tonight.
1: Well, actually, I wanted to compliment you on being a worthy adversary because oh, you. You, you guys might might not know this, but Steve is fighting at a disadvantage tonight. He is physically impaired he suffered a <laughs> catastrophic injury but he popped a few muscle relaxers and he is here ready to go so why don't you tell us about this extremely athletic injury you suffered
0: well now the back story is me having like a fist fight with an entire gang of hell's angels and then both throwing and catching the winning touchdown pass in a college football <laughs> game just earlier this afternoon but uh, what actually pushed it over the edge, now that I had it buttered up and teetering on the brink of catas- catastrophy. <laughs> Catastrophe. Those muscle relaxers, man. <laughs> my wife, I'll get back to the injury in a second. So I'm laying there in my barca lounger just wishing I was dead, which happens three, four times a week. <laughs> and she gave me a pill the size of a BB. And she said, take this, I'm going to be back in 45 minutes and you're going to be asleep when I get back. And I'm like, get out of here. And when she got back, I was playing Canasta with an orange platypus named Ned. And <laughs> she gave me another pill because I hadn't passed out. And that's when I told her we're recording tonight at 8. And she sort of, she saw the error of her ways, but then a different look washed over her face as she realized this may finally end the podcast once and for all. <laughs> this Who is knows it this is what we crossed
1: is the after <laughs> oh, everything but else we've injury, done, <laughs> the
0: injury was garnered while closing the toilet seat. So, that's, I think the bottom line for all the listeners out there is leave the lid up. It could save lives.
1: That's okay. I, that's all I wanted you to say. You had a 10 minute monologue there. I just wanted you to confess to all eight listeners that you threw out your back, either opening or closing the toilet. That's all it took. And he is disabled. <laughs> he is out of it.
0: Oh, that's so not true. But my compliment to you, James, is having the utmost of empathy in these situations.
1: <laughs> that was I was so concerned about your well-being. I definitely didn't immediately think about how I could, one, humiliate you, and two, take advantage of this for my personal gain. Definitely didn't oh. cross my mind.
0: <laughs> we we're having a conversation before we started the podcast and James said, what the heck did you do to your back? And I got four words into it, and he said, stop, we have to save this for on the show.
1: Well, he got to toilet lid, and I decided to cut it off. I was like, no, this needs to be recorded for posterity in case he later tries to change his story. There's already, just from the version 10 minutes ago, there's been some Hell's Angels and some footballs at it, so who knows what it'll be by tomorrow. But now you all know, listeners, it was the toilet.
0: The, toilet, <laughs> the toilet, toilet was only the last domino to fall, James. This is a complicated <laughs> process, the mechanics of the human back. Anyway, I don't know where we are or what we're doing, but I would like to get down to brass tacks, and I do have the Guam quarter of fate. <laughs> All and, right. uh, muscle coordination and fine muscle, fine motor movements aren't necessarily my strong suit in the first place, but we're going to see if we can flip this thing and get going. James, what do the two sides of the coin represent for you tonight?
1: All right, heads, I'm going to argue the chicken came first. Tails, I'm going to argue the, the egg came first.
0: All right, heads is I'm not exactly sure how this debate is going to go because it's sort of a <laughs> weird thing. <but laughs> Considering we both thought of it about 12 seconds before I called. All right, it's up, it's down, and it's tails. You, sir, have the egg.
1: Well, this is going to be a pretty short debate. The chicken comes out of the egg. With no egg, there can be no chicken. Uh, you got to think about this from an evolutionary standpoint. Uh, you know, it's something that's very close to a chicken lays an egg, and out of that egg comes a chicken. That's 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 how evolution works. There's there's a mutation. There's there's a change. There's a crossbreeding. Something that causes that that spark for the the, the chicken to be different. And so there was something that was not a chicken. It was very close to a chicken, and it laid an egg. And out of that egg came the chicken. Thus the genesis is the egg. Debate closed. Go just sleep it off with all your muscle relaxers. We're we're, we're done here.
0: (laughs) First of all, I believe that the new biblical thinking is that those seven days represent periods of time, not necessarily <laughs> one revolution around a brand new sun. Come on. And by the way, if a chicken-like creature laid a chicken egg, that doesn't work for me. That that was laid by not a chicken. So the chicken <laughs> had to come first. It's really a binary condition. Those two circles in the Venn diagram don't cross. You got chickens and not a chickens. And even if it's close to a chicken, it's not a chicken. So the chicken had to be there in order to lay a chicken egg sure there were other eggs frogs uh do we, i don't even know if they lay eggs uh, dogs and cats laid eggs but not the chickens not until the chicken
1: <laughs> muscle What's relaxer actually? steve is the greatest of all possible steves this is you have your full potential <laughs>
0: Well, through evolution, dogs and cats no longer lay eggs. You see how that works? Because now they're dogs and cats. They're not almost dogs and almost cats. So (laughs) It has to be a chicken that lays the chicken egg. And in the chicken and the egg argument, I don't think we're talking about like an octopus egg. It's a chicken egg that we're talking about. Chickens have to be there in order to lay a chicken egg. There's nothing you can say that makes more sense than that.
1: It was like, it was, you have the bird that's 99.9% a chicken, and it gets the DNA from the other, the other almost a chicken, and together two almost a chickens (laughs) made a chicken. That embryo in that egg was the chicken, but that chicken, that new 100% DNA chicken was encased in an egg. It was in that egg, and out of that egg came the chicken. If you did a DNA test on that chicken inside that egg, it would confirm 100% chicken, 100% delicious. That would that would come back across the board. Every <laughs> scientist on the planet would agree with me. But that 100% chicken had to come out of an egg. And if a chicken, if a 100% chicken is in an egg, then by definition that is a 100% chicken egg. Ergo, the egg ergo. came first. Yeah, I even said ergo. You can't you can't top that. That's airtight. <laughs>
0: Air <laughs> go is airtight and they're both the same. <laughs> it's excellent. James, I'm sorry, 99.9% chicken is still not chicken. And the embryo is still not a chicken until it's born a chicken. It has to grow up like a thing inside of an egg. You're not eating a chicken if you get a fertilized egg, you happen to crack it open and slip through the cracks at the farm and now it's in your frying pan. That's a chicken embryo. It's got some Uh, kind of DNA.
1: Are we going to have a pro-life, pro-choice chicken debate here? (laughs) When was it a chicken
0: (laughs) James, I am pro-chicken, is what I am, and I can't help that you're anti-chicken. I go for health and well-being, and you can tell by all of this today that that's what I have going on. It's a chicken when it turns into a chicken, and that's when it grows up and takes on chicken-like qualities. We don't know. Maybe the thing brayed. Maybe the thing flew for a while. Maybe the thing swam in the sea. That God hadn't quite worked out what the chicken was while it was still in the not-quite- the chicken phase So the egg had to. Wait a minute. What? I, no, the chicken. Wow, <laughs> Have I been arguing your... <laughs> I just I let you know go. I'm right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Eric, so You know, right. you don't, you don't Whereas, remember what side too. you are.
1: It just. It, you proved my point. It had to be the <laughs> chicken. All the chicken DNA oh was God. right there in the egg, and that and that was it. It's, we are DNA. That's what we are. Uh, I am
0: fairly certain when that Michelangelo painting on the Sistine Chapel, God's finger touching Adam's, that a chicken came out of that union, almost whole, but Michelangelo, he doesn't have time to paint all this stuff. So he may have painted an egg, you can probably find an egg like a Rorschach test in that painting. But the chicken had to come out of that. It's in the Dead Sea Scrolls, James. It's one of those buried verses that nobody talks about. The
1: one where God cast out his finger and made the chicken, and he did not make the egg. And then the first chicken was just so surprised. Like, wait a minute, what yeah. is coming out of me? Yes. What is going on here?
0: Yes! <laughs> Corinthians was originally chicken and then, uh, because of different <laughs> translations, and King James came in and put his own spin on it. And then he started playing for the Cavaliers. But the point is, the chicken had to come first. I and I think the people would agree.
1: I shouldn't talk tonight. I should just let you go. Just fifteen minutes of Steve <laughs> talking about things. That's that's what's going to make it to the big time. If we ever want to get past eight listeners to ten, we just need more more <laughs> Steve talking about chickens in the Bible. <laughs> A whole new branch. Of unexplored theology. So what does that mean when they go back now to make dinosaurs? They've given up on the Jurassic Park approach, which is just tragic. Because let's be honest, I think we all secretly dreamed that dinosaurs would be recreated and, you know, eat us all. That would be, that would be right. a fitting end to the world. I think, I think I know that was your retirement plan. It's definitely mine. But now what they're talking about is they're reverse engineering birds, mainly chickens, to like have dinosaur tails. Like all the dinosaur DNA is still stuck in there. So let's, let's take this a step further. If, we, if you won't accept that the chicken, 100% chicken in an egg, is thus the egg coming first, when does that chicken become a dinosaur again? At what stage when they do name
0: they. It ha- a, yes, a chicceratops. That's what <laughs> happens.
1: Will it, will it be a dinosaur in the egg or only after the egg hatches?
0: No, only after the egg hatches, because nobody knows what it is when it's inside the egg.
1: We know what it is. We have x-rays. We have CT scans. We have needles that can poke through and take out DNA. We know exactly what's in that egg. It's not a mystery box. It's exactly what we put in. What we put in there is a dinosaur chicken, and it comes out a dinosaur chicken. So the first dinosaur (laughs) chicken will actually be a dinosaur chicken egg.
0: Well, you're talking the 99.9% group. Like, when you look at a fetus inside a lady's belly or inside that knapsack that the stork delivers, you can't tell if that fetus is going to be a good-looking kid or a bad-looking kid. Like, that fine, razor-sharp detail isn't even evident. And so who's knowing if this is going to be the Chickasaurus or just another chicken that has, like, a big sloping forehead and teeth hanging out of the back of its face? Like, you don't know until it's there, and that's my point.
1: Science knows. Science knows immediately. It's amazing. That's why it rejected you and me. And for the record, I know my kids are going to look amazing when I look in the mirror. That's all I need to know. <laughs> I remember my wife diluted my DNA, so they'll be okay. It saves them. Uh, but yeah, yeah we, th- there are no more mysteries. It's all been solved. We got this covered. But anyway, I'm going to go ahead and roll because I think we're going in circles here. And we're just confusing people. We've already established that the egg came before the chicken and the dinosaur egg came before the dinosaur chicken. So there's I really nothing like to discuss. I want to have
0: discuss. a Pegasaurus because the bacon will be enormous and succulent. So we got to work on that one, people.
1: Different different branch of the animal kingdom. we got to focus here, Steve. <laughs> All right, let's roll the dice here. So if you agree with me that the egg came first vote for 76 if 76, you agree next the yes.
0: number of trombones in the big parade okay
1: interesting not not quite but we're going to say that's interesting right. and then for steve uh, uh if you want to vote for him and his whatever he was talking about 46 <laughs> and then if you'd like to throw away your vote vote for 80 80 even
0: 88 zero mm-hmm. All right, well, I think we've solved this one, James. And uh, I, the people wanna, uh, go ahead.
1: No, no, I was just gonna agree. We did decisively solve it. You were wrong, and I was right, and I'm glad we're in agreement for once.
0: I'm uh, a little worried about the, the. Uh, it does take a big man to admit when he's right, but <laughs> the fact that you've also consented to my victory is a little off-putting, to say the least. But uh, <laughs> vote for James with 76. The spirit of 76, of course, started with the cent... Or not, it wasn't the bicentennial back when it first happened. <laughs> the point <laughs> is, <team>. The 0 <laughs> With 46 and throw away your vote with 80 or 76. All right. So uh, thank you for tuning in. And I'm sure this has been enlightening to the more scientific end of our community of listeners. <laughs> There's going to be professional papers published on this podcast, James, and it's because of this episode that we are going to launch A Thousand Ships. Yes,
1: and it will be because of our science and not because of our broken personalities. That's not what it's going to be about. We're not going to be the case studies for a psychologist. It will be because of our science.
0: Someone's getting tenure because of us and we want to cut all right, until next week, this is Steve, Dr. Steve Olivas for James the Exploding Unicorn Breakwell, saying thanks for watching, thanks for listening, and we're sorry. Two wrongs, however, can make a right.